Hello and welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for our weekly podcast designed for God-centered entrepreneurs who seek to build a business that honors God and serves his people. Welcome to our weekly dose of Success God's Way. This is Erin Harrigan, your Hustle with Heart coach. And I am here to help everyone attain results for total health with Arbon and helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. So clearly somebody knows that our topic tonight is how do we keep going? And very often I get this question about how do you keep going in the face of challenge? How do you keep going when results are not going the way you think that they should be? How do you keep going when things are not moving fast enough? And I think the biggest question is how do you keep going when it feels like everything is going backward? So this topic is near and dear to my heart because this is actually the story behind Hustle with Heart. And it was my personal experience after I accepted Christ as my savior, that my business started to go backwards. And while certainly part of that was a shift in how I was working my business, I firmly, truly 100% to the core of my being believe that God will move mountains to show you his will. And he was moving a huge mountain, an idol, if you will, out of his way so that he could break down my ego and break down the strongholds of pride so that I would follow what he had called me to do. And what has risen out of that is truly what I know and feel that he's put on my heart, which is to coach other entrepreneurs through this this feeling stuck, hitting a wall thing. So tonight, what I'm going to jump around a little bit, I've got several verses that I want to share with you on this topic, but really it's about how do we establish endurance to keep going? How do we utilize prayer and our relationship with the Lord and the access that we have to him and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to continue to endure, to continue to rejoice and to be patient and grow the way that he calls us to grow. So that's what we're going to cover tonight. We're going to cover that in about a 15 minute time span. And I'm super excited that you guys are here. So you're going to see me look down at my notes a little bit. I also have my handy dandy Charles Stanley Life Principles Bible. This is my go-to. So a lot of times people will say, what Bible do you use? This is it. And this is the Bible that I was gifted by my mentor uh, when I accepted Christ. So I love his commentary. I love his lessons in here. And it is um, truly my go-to, honestly, for, for everything that I do every single day. So here's what I know. You know, as God has been moving this mountain in my own life, I have seen it come up in others' lives. And so my purpose as the Hustle with Heart coach and the purpose of my coaching program specific to the entrepreneur coaching side is that I want my hindsight to be someone else's foresight. And, you know, it's just like with children. We cannot um, have them avoid every mistake. I mean, they have to make mistakes. So, so yes, the people I come in contact with, they're making their own mistakes. But if I can help them speed that process or if I can 
if I can give them a resource or someone that can hold their hand through it, that's truly where my story reflects his glory in serving others and honoring him in building a business. So um, many times in my journey, many, many times, uh, this has looked and it continues to look very daunting to me. And, and it's mostly daunting for three reasons. Number one, because I want control. I know what I can get done. I've done it. I know what work has to get done to reach this milestone or that milestone. Uh, and it becomes daunting because as much as I want to go do it, God calls me to do something different. So that's daunting. The second thing that's daunting is I cannot see the whole path. And, you know, faith is a substance of things hoped for, not seen, right? Scripture tells us that. But if I can't see the whole path, I don't know about you, but that kind of freaks me out. <laughs> I want to see the whole path. I want to know what's next. One of the things that I loved about um, getting started in network marketing is that the path is very clear. Do these things and you'll get here. Do these things and you'll get here. It's a very um, systematic approach. But what we don't account for in that, and, and really I would say this is true of any business, we don't account for the roller coaster that happens when you are a follower of Christ. Because you guys, if you accepted Christ thinking that it was going to be smooth sailing from here on out, I'm here to tell you, as you've heard me talk about before, it takes boldness. It takes living dangerously uh, to really, truly live with Christ at the center of what you do. So it is never a straight line. But then again, neither is success. The third reason that I think this has been a daunting journey as an entrepreneur is that I feel fruitless at times. You know, I, I do a Facebook Live every single day, my Daily Dose Live. I get a few comments. I've created this community of success God's way. I get some comments here and there. It's not as interactive and as engaging as I as I want us to be in this in this community because that's what we're here for. And so sometimes I sort of feel like, what's the point? You know, sometimes I'm, I'm helping people to live a healthier life, to walk the Arbon 30 program, uh, to take better care of themselves, but it's it's not growing at the pace I want. So, so sometimes I feel it's a little bit fruitless, and so that can be very daunting. But I want you to think for just a second, you know what to do in your business, or perhaps you have a system in your business, whatever that looks like. Can you imagine if you took your knowledge of what to do and your desire to take that action and applied the alignment with the Lord, which we've talked about recently from John 15, 4, and his calling on you and, and truly tapping into asking him daily, show me which way to go. Can you imagine the acceleration that could happen in your business? At the same time, I, I want to give you a caveat around that because that acceleration is not defined the same way that we as humans and Webster's Dictionary defines acceleration. Because remember, God's creating time. He is the creator of time. So the way we measure time is not the same way that he does. But acceleration can happen if we will surrender it to him. So how do we keep going in the face of all this, especially when things don't seem fruitful, especially when things aren't moving the way we want or doesn't look the way we want, and especially when we feel like it's going backwards. So an interesting story, a few years back as I started my journey, um, my kingdom walk, 
after accepting Christ, I reached out to a friend of mine who shall remain nameless, um, a sideline sister, if you will, in our network marketing business. And I said to her, I just feel like this is going backwards. And she shared with me from the book of Judges, the story of Gideon and how God called Gideon to battle, told him he was going to win, that he was going to deliver the enemy into his hands, but that basically he had too many people. So he shrunk his 30,000 in the end down to 300. And I said, that's how I feel because it felt like God was peeling away my business, peeling away my business. And so the leaders that I had were no longer in my business or weren't really building a business. And so it kept shrinking, shrinking, shrinking. But honestly, so much of that was about God peeling back the layers of who I was and what I had built without him, because it is truth that what we build without the Lord, we will have to maintain without the Lord. And so that's what was happening in my business. So how do we move forward? Let me give you a few scriptures around this to get us started Um, and and really look at what it looks like to do business uh, with God at the center and how do we keep moving in the face of um, challenge, in the face of disappointment. So the first thing I want you to know is how do we know that God even has a plan for us. And I'm not going to go to Jeremiah 29, 11, which, you know, everybody likes to quote around having a plan for us. I'm actually going to take us to Ephesians 2.10. And in Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And this is what Dr. Charles Stanley says. No one knows us better than God. He knows us far more profoundly than we can even know ourselves. He knows what we were created to be and all the things that he could accomplish through us if we were to surrender ourselves to him. He designed us for a specific fulfilling purpose, a specific fulfilling purpose. And we cannot find that or achieve that on our own. It is only by abiding in him that this will come to fruition in our life. So first and foremost, we know from that and many, many other scriptures that he has a very definite purpose for us. Okay. I'm now going to take us to um, Galatians or to to Hebrews 12.1 and take a look at what this says with me. Hebrews 12, 1 says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every rate, every weight, everything that holds us back and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. So it is clear that God has provided us a path. So he's provided us a purpose. He's provided us a path. But how do we even know what that is? Well, the only way that we can know how, what that, how that is and what that is, is to tune into him and spend time with him daily. Why is that important? Because when we spend that time with him, we get to know his character. We get to know what he has said to the saints of the Bible and how that can apply to us. Now, how do we continue to endure? I'm going to take us to Galatians. And don't worry, I'm going to wrap all this up with some very specific to-dos for you some very specific actions. In Galatians 6, 9, it says, let us not go grow weary while doing good for in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. And the point of this is we have a harvest coming. 
we have to exercise patience. We have to rejoice in the milestones that we're hitting and the things that God is doing. And we have to pray daily and consistently for him to show us the way. So why are these milestones important? You know, there are small things that happen in our business that we very often overlook, but we really need to be celebrating because those are the things that show us and encourage us that God is working on our behalf, that he has already gone out ahead of us. Um, It shows us his faithfulness, but it's not the whole picture. It's just a snippet. It's just a frame of the whole video, if you will, of what he has going on. It's important for us to celebrate those things because it gives us confidence and hope. It allows us to see his character and it endears us to him. It endears us to continue to press forward. And I was listening to a sermon by um, a Bethel sermon. You can find that on uh, Bethel podcast. Look that up, B-E-T-H-E-L. And um, the pastor was saying when he doesn't see an immediate answer happen, it's generally because circumstances are involved that we don't know yet how to dismantle. So it's the growing through what you go through that helps us to peel those layers back to get to the core of who we are and who is God called us, who God called us to be. Because you cannot stop what you've been assigned to. You can't stop it. What you've been assigned to is going to happen whether you participate or not, but your participation, your alignment, your abiding will make it happen at an accelerated pace. But remember what I said, that acceleration is not what we define as acceleration. It's God's definition of acceleration. What you are assigned to do, his will must happen. And we know that his will must happen because in in Philippians 1, 6, it tells us, don't worry, I'm gonna give you all these reference verses. In Philippians 1, 6, it tells us, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ. So he is going to complete what he started in you. There is no doubt about that, all right? So let me start to wrap all of this together and give you the specific steps that you can take for all of this. So number one, you've got to be spending time with the Lord consistently, daily, preferably for more than a minute, but certainly if all you have is a minute, then use that minute. But you've got to be in consistent time with him. In Psalm 143, verse 8, it says, Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning, for I am trusting you. Show me where to walk, for I give myself to you. And what Charles Stanley says here is if we want God's guidance, and we all need it every day, then we must ask for it. We have to request his wisdom and then listen for his voice. How can you know his voice? You got to be in the word every day. You got to be spending that time with him. He always guides those who truly want to follow. So that's one. You've got to be in consistent time with him and you've got to ask. Number two, in Romans 12, 12, he says... In Romans 12, 12, it says, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and continue steadfastly in prayer. So you've got to be rejoicing in both good and challenging times. You've got to be patient through the tribulation, because as we know in the book of James, he tells us that 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 perseverance 
that patience builds our endurance, and we've got to be continuously, steadfastly praying. So again, what does that go back to? Being in prayer, all right? The last thing that I want to share, um, it, it, number three, step three. So we've got to, we've got to um, be spend time with him each day. We've got to be rejoicing and patient and, um, and steadfast. Number three is we have to realize that we are co-laborers with God. We are in this together. So what I mean by that is I talk about hustle with heart, not being the driving, striving, frantic, frantic energy pace of things. What I have learned is the more that I tune into the Lord, the more that I ask for his guidance, the more that he makes connections I could never have made. He creates supernatural speed and results in my business. There's two things about that. First of all, um, we can only find fullness and joy in really learning his will and who he has made us to be and to endure enough to press forward in doing that. But the second thing is we have to be in expectancy that he's going to move on our behalf. We also have to be aware and alert that it may look very different than we think it should look. And here's why. God is always desiring to do a new thing in our lives. He always wants us moving forward, not moving backward. But he will peel back things to show us his will. And if it's going to look exactly the same as we think it should look, and we've experienced him do it, and now we're expecting him to do it again, but we expect that it's going to look the same, that is not God doing a new thing, you guys. So we have to be aware that in our diligence of prayer, in our seeking of his wisdom, in our endurance to press forward, because we know he will complete a good work in us and he's already outlined for us what he has in store for us, it might not look the way we want it to look. And I wanna give you one quick example and then we're gonna finish up. You know, about two and a half years ago, I was really praying, you know, Lord, I just wanna be available to you for anything. And if that means that you need to remove something from my life, one of my businesses or whatever. I am yours. Show me just like Psalm 143, eight says. And I prayed and prayed and prayed, Lord, just remove it. And I'm going to be really honest with you that I prayed over the removal of my Arbonne business because I thought this isn't moving forward. There's no one new coming to my business. So Lord, clearly you don't want me to do this. So painful as it is, I'm, I'm surrendering it to you. Take it. But it never went away. And he'd bring me new people. And I'd get to the end of the month and I'd make my bonus. And it became abundantly clear to me and through much prayer and journaling that he had no intention of taking Arbonne out of my life. He just wanted me to take it off of its pedestal. He wanted me to stop wrapping my ego and my identity in it, treating it as an idol. He wanted me to let him handle it and me go and serve and honor him in other ways. So he began to flourish my business consulting. He put hustle with heart literally in my heart and on paper. He opened all kinds of doors for speaking opportunities and connected the dots for coaching clients and all of these things, and yet still not taking Arbonne away. And so my point in sharing that with you is that it may not look the way you expect it to look, but it's, it's his decision. It's his decision. And he is going to guide you if you will let him guide you 
so that you can keep moving forward. So let me leave you with one more thing. And you'll probably be familiar with this. This is from Isaiah. And this is in Isaiah 55. And in verse eight, it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. I'm skipping to chat, uh, verse 11. That was verse nine. So verse 11, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So what's the point here? The point here is this. God does not require us to understand what he is doing. He just requires our obedience, even if it seems crazy. Even when we do not comprehend what he is doing, he wants us to trust him. His wisdom and perspective are far greater than our own. And we must trust him because his way is the best way. That's from Charles Stanley. This also says God's word is living and powerful. So it is powerful enough to create the heavens and the earth. It is powerful enough to create the seas and the sky, the sun and the moon, the day and the night. His word was powerful enough, enough to create human beings. Do we not think that his word has dominion over our life? Of course it does. Of course it does. So I want to leave you with that. And the answer to the question is, how do I keep going? Get in the word. Ask him for guidance. As a God-centered entrepreneur, you owe it to yourself and the people that you are serving to be in communication and collaboration and co-laboring with the Lord every single day. Because this vehicle that he's given you of this business is a vehicle for changing the kingdom. It just might not look exactly the way you think it should look. It might not be laid out for you the same way it's laid out for someone else. And the system that's in place, while it does work, may not lead you to where you think you should go because God has something so much bigger and greater for you. And it's hard to relinquish that, you guys. It is. But I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. What we create outside of his will, we have to maintain outside of his will. And a little bit of obedience is disobedience. If we're not fully obeying him, we're not fully surrendering our business as the vehicle and the vessel for us to make an impact in his kingdom. You guys, we can get off track super quickly and get down into a very dark place that we really do feel like giving up. So we do have to press on because he calls us to press on and that's how you can keep going. So I hope that's been helpful for you guys. Please get down um, in the comments Please uh, let me know how this resonated with you. Challenge me on it if you want to. But I'd love to hear your feedback on this. Please invite your friends to the Success God's Way community. Um, certainly, if you need help walking this walk of Success God's Way, I'd love to do that and have a conversation with you about the Hustle with Heart program um, for my entrepreneur coaching. Uh, and if health is one of the barriers that's stopping you from making the impact that he's called you to make in, in your vehicle of your business, let's have a conversation about that too, because I'd love to help you with your health and wellness as well. So that's our weekly dose. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I'm going to find a way to shut this down. I'm not really sure how that's going to work because I can't see my screen. Uh, but thanks for tuning in and I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. 
If you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, or you want to connect with Erin, you can find her website at erinharrigan.com or connect with her on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart Coach. Follow her on Instagram at Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word about Success God's Way by sharing this podcast with your friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a weekly episode.